a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, John and Lance. Good Friday morning, everybody. John and Lance along with Sean Mapes today. And uh, Shawnee is uh, the co-host of the Mopey and Mapes show, also which follows Snark us. Tank. The, what, the, also known as Snark Tank. Snark Tank. Okay, I like that too. AKA Couldn't Care Less with Dell and Sean. Yeah. Deli Belly and Shawnee. And, uh, that's, I like Deli Belly. That uh, just sounds too... Well, that's why we know. like it. That's why I like it a lot. <laughs> because I don't it know sounds, what it sounds like, and it just sounds... Ugh, it just makes my skin crawl. <laughs> uh, that's what David calls him, right? Well, no, it's when David calls in. David who? David Whitlock. Oh, the listener. Okay. Yes, yes. When he calls in as someone who talks like this. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he calls him Deli Belly. And so that is, um, that is well, that's going to happen starting on Monday, right, Sean? We start that Monday. Yeah, Monday at uh, Republic. Uh, Ooh, we're going to be at Republic Boot. Boot Company, and great, great, great prices for you. Discounts for you during the show. Well, during the whole day while we're out there, we're going to be broadcasting live come out, during the show all day out there. To, yeah, we want you we'd to like come to see out. out there. We're going to have breakfast tacos starting. I think at about eight thirty a.m. from Valencia. Well, so. and we'll also have <clears throat> an open bar. For well, everybody. I mean, if you drink at eight in the morning, that's fine. Who doesn't? Uh, you probably need to go to rehab if that's the case, but that's fine. It's your choice to do that. Speaking of which, we didn't touch on this yesterday, but my goodness, we we got to some of the Johnny and Kevin Sumlin stuff. From Club Shay Shay. He yeah. was on Shannon Sharp's uh, podcast, Johnny Mansell. Oh, he had some things to say, but apparently he went a little deeper. I need to watch that episode. Apparently he went deeper on Kevin Sumlin. Who, yeah. by the way, is... 
last I heard, he was uh, he was uh, uh, he was one of the uh, offensive coordinators uh, at Maryland. Right. I talked to him about one of his Delmar Glaze, one of his tackles, who was thinking about coming out. And uh, I think he's probably still there. I don't think he's anywhere else. I don't know. And, and I you don't know, know he, he got left. arrested for the DUI. When was this? Somebody did during the season. Yeah, during the season. But well, this is after the season when the kid was thinking about going pro. He was oh. still in Maryland. Unless they, unless he's not there anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the deal is, and I, I don't know what ha- what has happened with somebody since then. But John Johnny really unloaded on him, and uh, he actually called him a hypocrite. So it was. It's uh, Johnny. Johnny now is clean and sober. Yeah, he's still at Maryland. He still is at Maryland. Yeah, assistant, Good. Good. Uh, associate head coach, and tight end. Right, coach. right, right. Well, and, and I hope everything. I haven't talked to somebody in quite a while, and I hope everything works out for him. But man, it was ugly. Uh, he and Johnny do not have a great relationship, and have not had a great relationship for a little bit, of, a little while. So, um, hopefully, they they work that out. But Johnny obviously had his problems, and he and he talked about Kevin Sumlin's problems, which is uh, I don't, you know, the airing it in the in the media like this is uh, well, it's become the standard. Yeah, it really has. It really is. It's the standard. I mean. Grown men don't let grown men stuff stay grown men stuff. Well, and it's so funny. The, the stories today, uh, Kevin Durant goes back after Charles Barkley because he called, called him a follower. Justin Verlander had to respond with John Hyman to, uh, to the diva label that he got in with the New York Mets. Yeah, it's pretty much, you know, I was, I was watching, a, I was watching a, a show the other day. There was an interview, and they were talking about negative news cycles and Studies have been done on this. The amount of engagements for negative news is 10 times higher than for standard news. And that's not even counting positive news. If it has a negative tilt, if there is if there is conflict built inside of the story, it is 10 times more likely to get clicks. So the people who present information, and now with mm. new media, it's just like it's completely on. It's now. all about clicks. It's just it's all about drama and it's all about it's all about gossip. Mm. So what you're going to get is a it's going to be an inundation of negative. You can go down Yard Barker every day and it's just it's yeah. conflict type yeah. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part. And so now, of course, that's going to get spotlighted. Is that's a legitimate question? But now you have an instant you have an instant answer from the player in. You know, it's not the first time that somebody would have had a because he talked about he raved about what a player Kevin Durant was, but just thought he was a follower. And he did talk about Kevin Durant on a podcast, talked about the fact that he's not a, a rah rah personality in the locker room. He doesn't have that kind of charismatic background. He talked about. Yeah. Uh, but of course, he was eventually going to get back to to Charles Barkley a little bit. Uh, but it is like you are going to get all the negative stuff. That's because that is what gets engagements, and everyone needs clicks. You need clicks to survive because you can't just – and that's why everything has to have an opinion, right, politically and anything news-wise. you got to – if you just report news, that didn't get enough clicks anymore. You have to throw your opinion in there. You have to choose a side. So, unfortunately, it's it's made its way into sports, too. Uh, We used to not have as much of it in sports, and now it's – got to choose a side, and then you need to come out with something. So – you know, Justin Verlander's not even on the Mets anymore. Max Scherzer's not even on the Mets. But, of course, John Heyman, you know, you got to and, – and it may be the context of, hey, the Mets are a different clubhouse now. That's fine. Lindor was – there was an article the other day I'm sure you saw about Lindor was part of the clubhouse problems of 21. Yep. That was the headline. But yep. if you read the article, it was like Lindor's been great. Lindor's 
Lindor's considered one of the team leaders, but back in 21, he was a problem. We're going back three seasons now? Yeah. It's because you just found out, so you got to take your shot at, at Lindor? Like, I don't know, man. And why does Justin Verlander's not on your squad anymore? Who cares? Who really cares? You know what I care about? If he's a diva with the Astros. Does he have some diva? Sure he does. Well, he's a great he, player. All great players, most of them, have diva in them. And did you hear what he said about, he said, and he even admitted, uh, Early in his career, to John, uh, is it Heyman, Hyman, whatever. John Heyman. He said, early in his career, I wasn't always the best teammate, he said. I was like a horse with blinders on running a race. I'm in it. This is what it takes to be as great as I can be. Don't get in my way. That didn't provide a lot of BS time. If you weren't on that wavelength, we didn't connect. Justin Verlander in Detroit was a guy that was driven and did, you can't, I, I ain't got time for your BS. I ain't got time for this. What I got to do is be great. And that, you know, it's tough. There's it is tough, especially in baseball the, with 162 games. Balance, yeah, no, well, that's yeah, even harder. Yes. Yeah, there's, a, I mean, it's easier in football than right. baseball. And you got road trips and you're with your teammates. Yeah, and, yes. You know, the balance between, you know, I thought it was weird that Roger famously wouldn't talk to his hitters about anything yeah, having right. to do with, yeah. like, they're your teammates, dude. Yeah, but, I, they could be going against me. But, I mean, you know, Tiger had that killer mentality. Jordan, but Jordan found time for some BS as long as it was on his terms, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, all these but guys. But he still was a, yeah, he not was a, a great teammate. No, and I think, I think. Like Tom Brady, by all accounts, has been a really good teammate. So, or and he's Pat also Mahomes, been a tyrant on the practice field. Tyrant, yeah. Well, he demands greatness. Yes, he yes. demands, and some of that is what you're hearing from Justin Verlander too. But there is a balance as you get older in your career. You're going to think, man, there's the balance to be great with the human side because you still mm -hmm. are a human. You still have human interactions, and what makes sports great is the camaraderie. This is why players miss miss professional sports. The ones who love it really struggle if you're in it for the paycheck of course you miss the paycheck but the guys who love the sport they miss a big part of it is missing the, the locker room and missing the camaraderie and jv probably didn't care about it much early in his career but i bet you he does now but you know wasn't that long ago you were telling stories about the astros didn't want him to throw out the first pitch because he hadn't been around all year long yep yep i mean that's real no that actually happened that actually he wasn't around all season long. now they because he was hurt it. And now I he heard, was hurt. That's when he had the arm. Saying, you're, you're just making stuff. I wasn't making stuff up. No, I heard it from a guy in a, a player, and and uh, they didn't want Justin. Ver and that's fine. Justin Verlander wasn't there all year. You know who's been? McCullers has been there, but you know what? McCullers, he probably feels pretty bad. He's never there, so he's he's in that he's in that locker room. McCullers there all the time. All the time. Those guys will be down time. with Lance McCullers. And even Justin he's, said, "You know what? I I was I was away from the team. I was away from it, and I understand it." The guys took him right back in. He's Justin Verlander, oh, yeah. your best pitcher. Oh yeah, come on back, come on back. Well, That's first of all, all the time that happened, don't forget, we thought he was going to be gone via free agency. Like, well, he's gone. Jim Crane re-signed him. Yes. Jim Crane re-signed him. But there was no hard feelings in that locker room. No. They just said, you know what? You know what? This whole season has been about, uh, you know, we've done it. And Justin Verlander can't, you know, we don't want Justin Verlander coming in here and taking, you know. Re-signed him and he when wanted he said, he Cy Young. He pitched six, six innings that season. Um, how about what, when when uh, John Hyman asked Justin Verlander, he said, he was talking about Nolan Ryan, who pitched until he was 46 years old. Justin Verlander has a chance to, I guess, we'll see. I mean, the guy's been a horse. He's still four, he's forty one years old, and he's still throwing great. He was seven and three last year with the Astros when he came back here. Verlander stated that Ryan set the bar for power pitchers going forward. When Hyman 
re, uh, reminded Verlander that Ryan is a one-in-a-billion player. Verlander had a succinct response. So am I. And you know what? It's that kind of bravado. It's that kind of you, – you, you can't be great unless you, you, know, you have that kind of mentality. You know, Justin Verlander has been. I don't know about one-in-a-billion player. Well, but but the point is well taken. He is Justin Verlander. I'm looking at it right now, like Justin Verlander from who is the pitcher of this era? From, I mean, you you could say Kershaw, but I think it's more. Oh, early. He, his lack of postseason success really. Yeah, that's what that's what really kills that. him. That's what really kills him. So Verlander, from a career win standpoint, is at is at 257. He's getting a 300. He's going to be one of our last 300 pitchers. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard because right now. It, that's Justin, even hard. He's got 43 more wins. Yeah. I mean, he's got to pitch more than a year. He's got to pitch three years, three years to get there. Yeah. So if he has a good year, I see, if I, I think if he doesn't have a good year, the likelihood of him sticking around for 300 is almost none. If he has a, a season where he gets to 15 wins, all of a sudden that becomes maybe something that would drive him. He's so driven by everything else, self-admittedly, that why wouldn't one of the great marks of baseball the 300-win mark that's going to become, frankly, that's going to become exceedingly rare with the amount of, with the, with the lack of, of quality starts uh, that, that, that players have now, the amount of money that's going to be in baseball, that's already in baseball, there's going to be fewer, there's going to be a smaller desire to continue to pitch until you're 40 because you'll be financially set. I just think the arm, the wear and tear on the arm, we see so many arm surgeries now that I just think that, you know, a guy like Verlander, I mean, Verlander's had only, this is amazing. He's only doing two twenty one seasons. Two twenty one seasons, and he's at 257. I would have figured he had a minimum four until I just looked at this. But you're talking about Justin Verlander has had, what, three Cy Youngs, an MVP, was Rookie of the Year, has a World Series ring. I mean, yeah, he is... He's not one in a billion, but he's in a very special category in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Not only not only greatness, but he's got the LeBron greatness at a high level at a for two decades type stuff. Verlander, Verlander has two fifty seven. Grinky has two twenty five. Scherzer has two fourteen. Clayton Kershaw has two ten. Well, Scherzer, they're not getting there. No, but, but I'm old. talking about who's the pitcher yeah. of this era. If you look at that, yeah. I mean, there was a time where Kershaw was just unbelievable, but he really did. He has not – it's trailed off quickly for him. Scherzer has some dominance, but it's been the injuries that have – you know, he would have been a 250-win guy right now if not for the injuries he suffered. Of course, JV missed – you know, COVID years, we'll call it – it's not even half year. It was like a third of a year. But JV missed an entire year after that. Yeah. So – you know that robbed him of minimum ten wins. He'd be at two sixty seven right now. Well, He'd almost be a lock. I mean, minimum he pitched six innings. Yeah, minimum ten wins. Yeah. And, and of the two years that he missed, we're talking about probably a minimum of I would say fourteen to fifteen wins yeah. of that time. And he would be a lot closer. Let's see if he goes. He's got to go another probably three years. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't get there. But there are. I mean, all these Hall of Famers. Hall of Fame standard now for pitcher is. Uh, well, it's gonna it's changing. Obviously, Roy Halladay got in there at two oh three. He's the the. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have gotten there. John Smoltz got there with two thirteen. Of course, he went to the bullpen too, though. 
Smoltz uh, only had two thirteen. How many do you think Pedro Martinez had? Uh, two twenty five. Two nineteen. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's hard. hard. No, it's hard. You start having injuries. I mean, well, not only that, a five man rotation, and the Astros are talking about six man rotation. We'll talk about that and more on the other side, right here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. But first, I'm talking about HRNP, my peeps. If you're looking for the best way to get your listen, you got a business, you're growing, it's getting harder, you're expanding, you're making mistakes with your payroll. You might be making mistakes with HR. Don't make mistakes with HR. You don't want to do that. Vetting, you want to vet people. You want to make sure that everybody is on the same page with all of the regulations that you need as far as with the current climate, with cancel culture and everything else, and making sure that everybody's comfortable in your building. HRP is there for you, if you, especially if you need some training. If you have tax problems, you're in tax season right now. You are trying to figure out the Affordable Care Act. Don't. You don't know anything about it. Let HRP do it. They have experts in the Affordable Care Act. This is what they do. You don't do it. This is their business. Let their business help your business be great. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Peter Patter. It's a hard life picking stones and pulling teats, but sure as God's got sandals, it beats fighting dudes with treasure trails. The Veritex Community Bank Studios currently contains two human beings, as well as two live western pygmy rattlesnakes and six emperor scorpions. You know, for protection. Here's John Granado and Lance Zerline. I don't think so. Too expensive. I think it's too expensive. Yeah. You pay it too. All right, welcome back here on ESPN. Justin Jefferson. Uh, there's just, been yeah, we're just talking about Justin Tim Jefferson. Hasselbeck, Friday forecast. He said he thinks Justin Jefferson will get traded. There has been some rumors that he could be on the market potentially just because every team, there's no doubting his greatness, but you look at every team with great wide receivers and A.J. Brown has been dealt. Tyreek Hill has been dealt. It becomes really challenging. Uh, now, you don't have a quarterback salary. The thing that would make it a little weird for Minnesota is the thought is if they go Kirk Cousins, it's very short term. If they draft a quarterback, which is possible, you're on a rookie contract. So why not keep Justin Jefferson? So that's going to be curious to see who is going to be on the trade market before the trade deadline, if there's going to be some veteran players. Because we know, like I said, Tyreek Hill wasn't that long ago. You know, he's the best wide receiver of football, and he's getting dealt to Miami in a big game-breaking trade. So wide receivers are going to get dealt, and uh, great ones will. It's just the new, with the amount of money that they're going to cost in pass rushers. Chase Young was dealt, although he wasn't playing as well. But Montez Sweat, I mean, Washington traded Montez Sweat rather than paying him. What you're seeing now is teams, they're not just going to let you walk and get a third-round compensatory pick, which is the highest you can get, if they know that they can get a first or second for you. And so what are you going to have? Okay, Justin Jefferson wants to break the bank. Whoever gets him is going to be paying the, the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, he will be. He will be, okay? There's no guarantee. I, I, I get, is he going to continue to be the best uh, wide receiver in the NFL? Probably. Obviously, probably. Well, if you like Mike Evans after 10 years, you got like Justin after five. Yeah, probably. Yes, yes. <sighs> what do I have to give up? A first rounder? A ton. 
or, or, or more? I would think I think it's going to cost you a first rounder based on Tyreek Hill's making thirty million a year, Devontae Adams twenty eight million, Gosh. Cooper Cup twenty six seven, AJ twenty five. Yes, if you now you know Colts are a team that is is makes sense because they have rookie contract. Uh, okay, would you give up the twenty third for Justin Jefferson and pay him if you're the Texans? Oh. oh. Just don't know about thirty million Would you deal a Nico, year okay, for ready? a wide receiver. Ready? Would you deal Nico Collins and would you deal Nico Collins in your first this year for the Vikings second? And Justin Jefferson? And Justin Jefferson. Well that okay, so No, no, no. They're not gonna they're, they're they wouldn't probably do that. They'll say Nico's pretty good. Right, let's just make it second. I think they might want something more than that, but let's just say that. Would yeah, you they're going to want more than that for Would Justin you do that? Justin? You know what? It, 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 it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Vikings aren't asking for a first and a second. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's why my, my, my offer isn't big enough. Yeah. Well, okay, would you give up a first to Nico Collins for the Vikings' fourth and Justin Jefferson? Uh, uh, man, I just hesitate to pay. Okay, so it's okay now because we know – what we pay running backs, we know what we pay safeties now. I guess it's okay that we have a thirty million dollar wide receiver. That's what the market is. Well, it's not okay for a lot of teams because a lot of teams are moving their wide receivers. It costs that much. It's whether or not you feel okay with doing it, um, because Tua, you know, the Dolphins right now are going to have to make a decision on Tua, and they're going to have to pay him, and they're kind of stuck because you got to pay like. Is that going to cost you other players at other positions? They're probably going to have to let Christian Wilkins walk. You you know, the quarterback salaries and now wide receiver salaries, these two salaries on one side of the ball are really making it tough to keep the rest of your team intact. You have to be great at drafting so you keep labor costs down at other positions. But you with can't this, pay everybody the number top. of wide receivers that are coming out, I just don't know yeah. that I want well, that's to. That's the thought. Okay, well, that's the philosophy. And so what happens, John, is – Every five years, philosophies will switch and change based on some of the analytics of what's going on. You know, DJ had that great comment uh, on the the podcast he got from a team that said, why would we draft Brock Bowers and pay him, you know, $5 million a year as as a rookie? And then his and then when he gets his next contract, he's going to, you know, he's going to make 10 to 12 at the most probably $12 million at the most, there's not that much of a gap. You know, there's a $7 million gap at wide receiver. We might pay that $5 million, but then it's going to be a next contract's $25 million. We got a significant discount yeah. on a player who can become a really good player early on. And uh, so they have these philosophical, uh, you know, things switch and change. But, uh, let, okay, let me hit you with this. Nico Collins, we're talking about paying him $20 million a year as a, as a guy that you re-sign as your own. This is your top receiver. Okay, well, I'd be now we're talking about paying just ten. You're 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 going to do it anyway. You'd be paying ten or eleven million dollars more for Justin Jefferson. So it's really only going to cost you about eleven to twelve million on top of what you're going to already have to do. Yeah. If you look at it that way, you know. If you look at it that way, is he ten or eleven million dollars better than Nico Collins? Uh so then you have to ask another question: Does he change? The, does he significantly alter? Does the scheme give you a chance to be as good or close to as good with players not named Justin Jefferson? I would tell you that I think he transcends schemes. I think he gets open no matter what. And yes, I think he becomes the Devontae Adams to to the to Aaron Rodgers, 
Justin Jefferson would do that for C.J. Stroud. He would, they would help each other, and he would elevate C.J. Stroud. I'm not saying Devontae elevated Rodgers, but of course, Rodgers is great, but you can only be so great with average receivers. Mm-hmm. He gave him a great number one, and, and he's great. You know, now he's on a different level. Uh, Gronk and Randy Moss gave Tom Brady the chance to play a statistical ball that had been unseen from you know in, in his career. So, yeah, I think Justin Jefferson. I mean, just in a thought in a thought exercise here. And I'm not a guy who's just take all the best players. Yes, you trade whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy at all. But I just think that okay, he's going to cost you ten to twelve. He'll cost you ten, probably. To, Nico's going to get paid now. He's actually it's going to be less than it's probably about eight a seven and a half to eight million dollars more than Nico Collins. I'd be willing to invest that and give up a one. I'd want another pick in return, but it's not going to be like a second. It's probably going to be more like a fourth. I'd be willing to talk about that because I do think that he could take you to the next. He could help take your offense to the next level. But a lot of this is dependent upon Tank. But I don't think he needs anybody else on the field for him to. Oh, I don't know. To, to get him catches. on one side and take on the other, or the two of them. No, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. mean, but catches. He doesn't need anyone else to get his catches. He's great. Yeah. He doesn't need help because you got to have other guys. But if you had Tank who can stay healthy, and then you just throw a complimentary wide receiver out there who does his job, you know, did you get Darius Slayton here? Xavier Hutchinson. I mean, yeah, I maybe. maybe. No, I don't think he's a big. He's a he's a ball winner. He's not really a a great route runner, but yeah, a guy like that could end up. Well, I mean, look at Noah Brown in this offense. Yeah, Xavier Hutchinson could in this offense. He actually could get. They like you know, him. He could get fifty six yeah. catches, yeah. sixty two. Well, they had to like him. They had no no choice but to like him well, because everybody was everybody hurt. Got hurt. Everybody got hurt. Uh, well, seven, they drafted him. They must like him. Seven twenty six. ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. So seven. we're getting Justin Jefferson, guys. If well, we don't, the Colts well, will. So you, there's your choices. Would that scare you if he goes to the Or the Colts? Jaguars will. No, the Jaguars won't. They put so much into I uh, We were talking about this the other day on the, on, on the Texans I, podcast. I don't know. Giving all that money, money to Christian Kirk. Dumb money. I, a I slot. Just, You're just, giving that money to a slot. Dumb money. It. I don't get it. Dumb I don't get that at all. Uh, you drafted, you drafted uh, Trayvon Walker over Aiden Hutchinson. Like I mean, They've done some things that have limited their own success. Yep. Without question. All right. Uh, 713-780-3776, basically a holiday show. Because... No, this is a hardcore sports right now, is what <sighs> we're doing. I'm already bored with it. Did you see it was Miracle on Ice Day yesterday? Uh-huh. Yeah. Somebody said they rewatched it and realized it was just a fluke. It was a series of fluky stuff. It wasn't really about grit. Like, you want to talk about wanting to have a contrarian oh opinion? Oh, my gosh. How negative was it? do you Snacks? have to be? No, it sounds like something he would say, but <laughs> no, it was... Uh, just somebody oh, on that's Twitter. That's ridiculous. Somebody on Twitter who got roasted. It was the greatest sporting, sporting event in U.S. history. You, you amateurs, beat, amateurs beat a professional Russian hockey team. Yes. An I mean, all-star that was team. that they lost 10-3 to three to an earlier. An all-star team. Yeah. It's all, the most improbable. It was. It, it, you know what the odds? I don't, I don't even know that they put it out then. They probably did, but they probably did. But who would have bet on the U.S.? Bigger upset than Buster Douglas over Tyson? Other, bigger upset. It was a bigger upset. Bigger upset. Yeah. It would have been like a, maybe this is not accurate, but I feel like it would have been a, like a USFL, like an XFL team beating an NFL team. XFL, uh, excuse me, but I'm pretty sure PJ Walker would have beaten an NFL team. Well, he has three before. years ago. Yes, he did. He, would those offensive lines on an XFL team? Yes, do it? yes. Ooh. That, that Ooh. offensive line. Ooh. June Jones and his offense. No NFL team would have stopped that. Not that train. They did actually. 
Uh, time to talk about they Doc. They did in the NFL. They actually stopped. Doc Linville <laughs> is what we're talking about right now. I'm talking about hair. I feel great. I, I don't know. Listen, Sean Mapes, you don't need Doc Linville, okay? You got a beautiful, beautiful locks right there. He's got to wear a headband. He's got so much hair. Okay, so Sean Mapes, this isn't for you. This is for you guys out there that are follically challenged. This is for you guys out there that are sick of, and especially if you're in your 30s and already you're feeling like, wow, I'm starting to lose my hair. You said, it may not be neo grafting that you need where you take the hairs from the side and the back and you put it at the top of the head. All you may need is the PRP. I'm going through that right now. So at three sessions, at every four to five weeks, I go back. And in three sessions, I've already done two of them. And Kelly says, it's going to be great. It's already looking great. She sees the little hair starting to pop up already. This is the kind of thing that you're – and the results are amazing. She's going to show you the book of the guys who've done the PRP and the difference that it makes. You, my friends, need to go to 975hair.com and see for yourself. Kelly does an unbelievable – she's so good, and she's going to make sure that she does the best job for you just like she's doing for me. All you need to do is go to 975hair.com. That's 975hair.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Now with more nougat. You're not cooking. Pork chop sandwiches. We now return you to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your regularly scheduled programming, John and Lance. We going to do that butt thing? No, no, no. no. What? Why did you do that, Sean? I mean, you're just like hell. You two are going to get along great, okay? Our own general manager says Nolan Ryan never had season-long injuries like Justin Verlander. Nobody had a, that's because nobody uh, got yeah. injured in the 70s ever. and 80s, like ever. Because they never threw any curveballs. Well, that's all that Nolan Ryan threw was fastballs. No, dude, he had a 12-6 I know, but not, not as But, much. yeah, power pitchers typically don't. Although Justin Verlander has not had a ton of injuries, and he's been primarily yeah, a— Yeah, no, he just missed one. You know, he's he's built from the legs. Everything comes from his his legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Schilling was another fastball pitcher who didn't have a bunch of injuries. Randy Johnson had a sharp slider. I don't remember him with a bunch of injuries. It's like the dudes from the 70s, not only did they— And here, the big difference is they didn't play year-round baseball. Yeah. If you really want to know the tr- the truth— it's year-round youth baseball that has ruined the arms of a lot of players. It's ruined life. There's, there's been, there's been, burn JT out, didn't it? Uh, well, JT, no, he played every sport. But didn't you say he got a little burned out on baseball? Well, he didn't like. Well, well he, he just didn't like it as much. Yeah. He okay, like that's it. different. He didn't play year-round. That's different. But no. um, no, the the arm stuff. Baseball with, was too boring. The arm stuff with with pitchers is a real thing, man. Being able to like you got to rest your arm. I tell you. I remember one time we were, I was on Little League Baseball. It was, we were 13-year-old All-Stars. And we had this guy named Brad Villers, who was our third, who was a third baseman on the All-Star team. We were doing two-a-day practices in late May, I guess, for all No, it was into June for All-Stars. We're doing two-a-day practices, which is the dumbest, this is after yeah. a season we it's had. Like you're in Japan. Yeah, two-a-day practices. Our arms, my arm was like it hurt it really hurt a 13 year old we, we just threw the baseball too much he threw a, this is not a lie from third base he threw it it was a ground ball he threw to first and his arm snapped it went crack you could hear it and we're like huh, like a Doug Dravecki type thing yeah. the ball went flying into the like 
He was trying to throw to first from third. Was the manager was, pissed that the, he didn't get the out? I, well, at some point, I remember telling the manager, like, our, our, my arm hurts. He's like, you just have to put ice on it. I mean, you know, he doesn't know what he's he doing. Know, this guy didn't. This guy was probably the same one. We used to have a guy at Richmond Roseburg who would, this guy named Joe, Joe Castillo. And Joe would mow the, the, the field, but also deal Coke. Well, he did both. He would mow well, the field. If you were mowing the field, you'd deal some Coke too. Yeah, he was, he was, he would, we, he got in trouble for mowing the fields and, and taking care of the, which he did a terrible job because probably all the Coke dealing. But we'd find, you know, rocks and glass, broken glass on the infield. And then finally, when he got busted for dealing Coke or rocks or whatever he was dealing, we're like, no wonder our field sucked ass so hard. Yeah. That's because Joe was slanging yayo. Well, that's all right. Somebody, I mean, if you had to cut no, grass, that's not all right. you got to have cut a little a supplemental income. Okay, That's fine, but at least get our stuff done right. All right. Don't be cutting corners on this. Well, so you've got to have priority. Which one's making more money? Sorry. Well, Yayo. Yayo's going to make more money. <laughs> Yayo wins. at the same time, all right. can, you, can we at least get our infield smoothed out? We got Walter Kelly firing rockets at us on infield practice, hitting fungos 1,000 miles an hour. Try trying to field a, mm-hmm. a fungo infield with backspin on it, and then it hits a rock. You got kids taking, taking, taking baseballs. I got to be careful with everything I say now. Oh, right. A kid taking baseballs to the face. Yeah, you know, hit get people getting hit in the eye. Got, you know, we're taking we're practicing until our arms break throwing a baseball. That's fine. What the hell was going on in little? That's- and now, now Lamar Little League is known as one of the preeminent little leagues. But back then, we had guys slinging dope, and we had pick coaches well, who didn't know what they were doing. It's baby steps. Okay, and yeah. listen, it, you were like the 2011 Astros, okay? Yeah. And now they're like the 2017 Astros yeah. without all the trash banging, right? So it, it, you guys, they got a lot of first-round picks because you guys sucked so bad. Maybe that's what Maybe it was. That. And we they got okay. rid of the Coke. We had Once they got rid yeah. of the Coke... No, it was good. Once, yeah, once we got rid of the coke dealing right. field maintenance guy, <laughs> right? It uh, then it took and off. And we liked the him. Like, he was took- a nice, he was a cool guy, but probably he was being cool because he thought I'm, I got to be cool to them. What, These could be future, future customers. <laughs> future customers. <laughs> like we're only thirteen year old all stars, Joe. Please don't try to, please don't try to push your rocks on us. <laughs> rocks in the field, rocks in the pocket. Okay. Joe was ready. Full of stones. Joe, Joe, Joe was ready. He was with them rocks. Ryan wants to talk about Justin Verlander. Hey, Ryan. Hey, sports fellas. No, it's the wrong show. But go ahead. Hey, what's going on? Hey, so uh, Lance, you said Justin Verlander had nice legs. How are his feet? I was just wondering. I don't know. He's I got pretty seen, feet. I don't probably. care about man feet. As a matter of fact, I hate man feet. Like, yeah. I hate it. I don't you even ever said that it. you wouldn't mind getting your feet cut off. Remember that story well, we did that yesterday? Was a, you asked him about how much it, for a certain amount of money. One guy had his foot cut off to collect insurance for a million. Um, I think he had both feet cut off. What a terrible deal. Insurance. Yeah, and he th- said it was a farm accident. Instead, he had somebody chop off his feet. And then they probably, you know why it was news of the weird? Because it became a story because they found out yeah. he probably didn't get paid on that insurance claim. Right. He chopped off his feet and got nothing. <laughs> what a horrible deal. He got an insurance fraud charge. Least, can insurance at least give him 100000 something. I mean, give him something. I mean, that, no. the effort is worth no. a little something. No, but he's got, like me, he's got a bubble, and he's got the ability to drive. Like Roy Oswalt. Remember Roy Oswalt had thick legs. Billy Wagner was yeah. like, Billy yeah. Wagner could 
He didn't skip they, leg days. Yeah, no, no. But leg and butt days. No. Yeah, Billy Wagner didn't skip. Yeah, usually. Now, Petro's the exception. Yeah, he's little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was little. He's but a, but the, it's really not about – it's really about how much you – I know you're just trying to get off a foot choke. But um, it's about how you drive from your lower body. It takes the stress off the yeah. off the arm. I was watching – you know what? I've become a, a better – evaluator of baseball now you have, because i you watch okay. reels of baseball people talking about pitching mm-hmm. showing stuff about pitching and japanese baseball players and when to load the like i'm gonna be such a i'll be so right on so many things now when it comes to pitching and hitting you know you're gonna be dead no on. i watch these videos and probably a hundred percent yeah for example japanese pitchers they I've got. A, I was watching a whole video about rhythm. Your rhythm as a pitcher, and it's okay to change up your rhythm, slow the rhythm down. Every time I Don't see a Japanese picture, picture, I just think of Bugs Bunny. Why? Yeah, because the ball does all this stuff. Oh, and spins the guy around. actually had a pitch called the gyro pitch. Yeah, Bugs Bunny. No, a Japanese pitcher. Oh, same thing. I mean, Bugs Bunny. It was impossible to hit. Okay, and these Japanese pitchers. Well, can we get a Japanese pitcher here? Well, no, we, but well, the Dodgers can. They, they the get Dodgers get all of them. Why can't we get anything? Because Japanese? we we're not deferring uh, seventy million dollars a year. Well, yeah, but I mean, from the international market. Well, even then, we like to get our guys for like. Two hundred dollars. We do. Like, you, you saw those numbers, like, well, that, that show signed Christian Javier when he was twenty. When he was twenty years old, which is unusually old for uh, five hundred and sixty-five dollars. Like, whoa, yeah, man. They got Luis Garcia for one hundred and sixty, and uh, Ryan Steakhouse gift card for a thousand dollars. That's great, though. Yeah, that, no, we're great at that. Hey. What we're not going to do is, oh, what we're not going to do is overpay a Japanese import. No. We own Latin America. We ain't going, we ain't, you know, diversifying. It's been good so far. I'll stick with Latin America. Okay, we had one Japanese player, uh, the little left fielder, Waioki. Remember? We had him for about a week, and we, we traded him for... Dude, is this is true? Who's, oh my gosh, what happened there? It says, Jason, one of our listeners says, I got 27... No, this can't be true. I got twenty seven fifty for getting my toe cut off. Oh, nice, twenty seven fifty. Is this a real two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars? That's it. Twenty seven point five zero. This can't be real. Oh, twenty seven thousand. This can't be real. Twenty seven thousand for his toe, uh, cut off toe. That's ah, not a bad price. I couldn't have. Man, I couldn't have a. I don't. I just never want to get an appendage cut off. Well, when I see people. In movies, getting ready to get their yes, fingers no, cut off. No, no. Like when I see that, with because the, the yakuza is on there, you know, and they're getting ready to, uh, you know, and they're, and it's like, uh oh, they're getting ready to what? Cut off fingers. Oh. And I just think, just tell them, tell them what, tell they them need whatever to hear. it is, tell them what they need to hear, <laughs> or pulling out their fingernails. Oh, man, I'm caving. I have so I had so much respect for John McCain. All I could think mm. of was, man, this guy's tough as yeah. nails. No, no, you're not giving it up. As soon as they're like, I'm giving up everybody. To... Oh. oh, what's what, I don't Lance's need a... address? Let me yeah. call him. I'll I don't it. need a waterboard. Yeah. I just need a shower that's too cold. Like, oh, what do you want to know? What do you not have a tankless <laughs> water heater here? <laughs> yes, I'll tell you where John lives. I just give you right up. Oh no, there'll be no problem. A shower that's too cold no. is is one thing. You want to give me socks that are kind of itchy on the, you know, like, 
You put a pebble in my shoe? Oh, oh. the worst. Okay. Can't stand that. Sheets my, that come off the bed. My wife runs every morning, and here's her route. Here, yeah, yeah. Let, let me go. You, here's the social security numbers. <laughs> let me go. What are you, what are you, you going to do? I, I don't want to have this. is too spicy. It's going to hurt when I poo. <laughs> what do you need? I'll tell you everything. I yeah, give I, it up. I ain't giving. You ain't, I ain't taking my finger. I no. promise you, we won't even. We won't get close to that yakuza. No, 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 We're not even going to get close to that. We won't have any problems. <laughs> we broke him. How cold shower? Yeah, we, and if you're a psychopath, if you already have a psychopath look to you, yeah. like you know, I mean, I just think, man, you look. Well, like I watch gonna... shows and I just think, couldn't be me. Would I be? Would I be able to? You know, I do a lot of this. Would I be able to do yes, this? Yes. Like I could have stopped the goal I saw today. I saw a goal, and I'm like, no, I could have stopped that have one. Stopped that, but but okay. this is one where I can't let my imagination run free. Would you be able to make it through this and turn, you know, from this camp at a, uh, this, uh, you know, torturous camp in South Africa or wherever in Thailand? You remember that movie yeah. we saw? Oh, it in Vietnam great? or wherever. Oh. Yes. A Japanese kid in a prison camp? I'm immediately trying to choke my own self out. That's <laughs> not doing this. No, I'll give it. talking about? What do you want? Where's my cyanide? Here. No, he didn't do it, but he looks like he could have done it. State's witness! Excuse me, sir! <laughs> uh, I'm here, sir! Time to talk about Allstate siding and windows. Allstate windows and siding is a great company. It's, a, it's owned by the same family for four generations. They're great. Uh, they are... Hardcore about the window, like they can talk windows and siding with you, but it's really interesting to me. They they developed a, some of their one of their lead guys developed a process for removing windows that involves heating the glue, and I don't want to give up all the the tricks of the trade, but they they found a way to. Other companies have to break glass; they don't have to break any of your glass. They just take the windows out, they retrofit them, and measure them. They come out and measure your windows, and uh, the windows that you're going to get are made in Texas. They're made with Texas weather in mind. We all know what that means, man. It is all over the place. But the other thing you have to remember is that with with Allstate Windows and Siding, they're going to give you a big discount for being an ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 listener. And not just the big discount for being that listener. They're also going to uh, make sure that your work gets done the right way, and it can lower your energy bills by up to, to 40%. That's real. That's been studied, and it is a... Uh, 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 savings of up to 40% in energy efficiency when you have windows that are not leaky. They give you, they look way better, and then they give you that sense of safety as well as double pane, double strength windows. It's my good friends over at AllstateWindowsAndSiding.com. Complete siding jobs get a discount. Windows get a discount. Just mention you heard about from Lance Zerline on ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Planted Unicorn, hey. Give it up for feathers. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. Hi, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. is the number if you'd like to hang with us. Martin has been waiting, wants to talk a little CJ Stroud. Let's get him in here. Hey, Martin. Uh, good morning, guys. How you doing? Morning. Uh, yes, uh, I was listening to a uh, Spanish uh, radio station. Uh, they were breaking down uh, 
they were breaking down the women's uh, golf club tournament going on, and character came up. Uh, so the host, he uh, allegedly uh, said that he wanted an interview with uh, CJ Stroud, and he uh, refused him. Not only did he refuse him, but he was, he was rude about it. So I'm like, okay, you no, know, allegedly. But then you hear about uh, uh, him and uh, Amber Rose. So I'm just wondering, uh, are we are we heading towards another uh, 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 Watson? I mean, uh, wait, wait, don't hang, don't hang up. Wanna, so wait a minute. So, so a host, a, a Spanish radio host, asked C.J. Stroud to do an interview. I think that he's talking about, and then he said no. But I, I don't. What, what else is the problem? Like that's pretty normal for him. Yeah, somebody refuses. He refuses a lot. Especially of, they refuse a lot. He may want. He may be. Maybe he's careful about because remember some Spanish speaking baseball players don't but, love. They don't want to be misinterpreted or what, unless they have an interpreter. That's why sometimes they won't do an English speaking. Well, let's uh, face interview. it. CJ has been on a world tour though since. The end of the season since the Super Bowl, he's done a lot of podcasts. He's done a lot of shows, mostly national, mostly prominent names, mostly NFL people. I could see. I, I have not. Have you heard him on a, a local radio show? Have you heard him on a? I have not. No. I mean, the, he gets he gets a request ten times a day to do interviews. So. Him refusing to do an interview. I don't know if I don't know what the rudeness was or whatever. Just saying no. A lot of people will take it the wrong way. Whatever. Uh, all I know is that uh, I'd like to see a lot less of CJ from now on. I mean, I, I'd like to. Is he on his way to Deshaun Watson? No, no. Let's hope not. No. I don't know why we would infer that for any reason, but I do think that uh, that. That, that CJ has put himself out there quite a bit. Now, it would be nice if it calmed down now. We don't want to hear from CJ. CJ, go enjoy your offseason now. Go have fun. Go to beaches. Go travel. Go do whatever. Have yourself a big time. Get back to work then. Throwing footballs to tank. That'll be fun. His podcast season, I hope, is over. I mean, not that, you know what, he he's, he's the toast of the town. Knew this would happen, right? Because he had himself, he had the greatest rookie quarterback season maybe ever, ever. So he is absolutely he's cashing in, and 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 his fame is. But but it's one season, and you got a long, long way to go. Don't have to. I'm I'm glad he turned down that that station. I, if we asked him, I hope he turns us down. I hope he doesn't do any radio shows to tell you the truth or whatever. Any more podcasts. Just go enjoy yourself, CJ. Have fun, and let's go. So Martin is back here. Martin, what now? The he was, you said he, the Spanish radio station asked him to do an interview, and he was rude about it. Yes. How how so rude? What did what did they what? Uh, well, I mean, he he didn't specify what game or I mean, but he said that he uh, him and his crew and another Spanish host asked him for an interview. And he said, "No, I don't have. Uh, can you see? I'm busy, bro. I'm going to be squatting." But he did interview to some, another English-speaking uh, reporter who did not know nothing about the uh, uh, sport because he asked him what position he played. But like I said, I mean, uh, this is uh, uh, this is uh, what he was talking about. 
And the host, man, he called him out for pretty much as being a fake, you know, because he comes out on the interviews and as a man of fake. But when he asked for the interview, he was good about it. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's <clears throat> he said, I don't, I don't know. We appreciate it, uh, Martin. I don't know. Well, we're not there for it. I can't comment on it. I mean, I hope to God he doesn't become another Deshaun. Well, no, no, let's not let's not say that ever. Deshaun again. was always don't pretty, ever say that again. No, but Deshaun was always pretty friendly to people. I think for the most part, no jokes intended or anything. I think he was probably he put a public face on. I don't think he was that guy by the <clears throat> second or third year. I think Deshaun had really changed. I heard he, I, I've heard he's changed. Um. You do worry about when things come so fast for a player, they got to have great maturity to be able to deal with it. But, I mean, we saw Jose Lima changed after a lot of, you know, popularity and fame. We saw it with Arian Foster. Like, you know, that kind of stuff does, unfortunately, it does happen. Guys change. You want them to keep being great players, but um, sometimes it's hard to be a, a humble person when money, fame, excess, like, and you play really good you're really good at your sport. Well, not only sometimes that, it's not it's not going to be as great as you want. You, you know? have to learn to say no too. Okay. Well, there's that too. Yeah. yeah. You have to say no. You have to say no. I think he said he and gave, it's going to piss off people. He gave another interview though yeah. to. I don't know. Maybe he just wants to do interviews with he people. He I don't know. I can't speak to okay. it. I really shouldn't no. speak to it. No, I, I have no. Know. We have no idea. Uh, la raza que pasó, mijo. Deportes. No, Deportes. different different show, but and it's in that's in uh, Spanish. Hey, uh, so this is uh, version two point of naming Dell's, uh, you know, Dell's okay, show. Yeah. Okay. Well, yesterday you well, came up a, with the Blitz. Yesterday to recap for people, you, th- you came up with the Blitz. You came up with Wheel the House. Wheelhouse, and then you also, in a surprise move, came up with the Charlie Palillo show starring Dell. Mm-hmm. I think I said that. Yeah. Was that you? Yeah, I said that. Oh, you came yeah, up yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that was a banger. Yeah, the Charlie Polo show starring Dell. Well, I came up with some new ones. Uh, okay. Another one was Unfiltered with Dell. Uh, oh, okay. and Dell. Unfiltered. Um, and then also, what about Rod Dogging with Dell? Okay. okay. Well. Okay. Don't know if that right. one's going to make the yep, cut. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, and what about uh, the the beach with uh, <laughs> Dell and uh, Sean? Well, yeah. we're the bench, and so that's well, well, this beach. Is the beach. Well, no, that the, is the, the bench. Beach. Well, that's us, but it's pronounced different. Well, in but Tennessee, no, you're John, that's and, how you you're John and Lance, not the beach. Yeah, you beach. try to fight against it being the beach. Now he's maybe going to take our stuff. Well, how about the, be bench, the bench with Dell and Sean and and I Macy. like the bench. I like bench, bench, yeah. bench. Right. Oh, what about Deportes Locos with Dell and Sean? I like or that. Something like yeah. that. I like that. Deportes yeah. Locos. Right. Right. What about Wake Up? Even though it's 10 Oh, uh, what about uh, Second Take? Oh, that's not bad. Second not bad. Take. That's really good. Yeah. Right. I like these. Keep coming with these. I like, so yeah. We're going to come up with something that's good for the show before what we do get you think about, today. What do you think about mine? Mopey and Mapes. What do you think about that? Uh, Mopey and Mate. I like those. Yeah. yeah. What did you what think about, about Granny's Fannies? Founding Granny's Fannies? That one was good, too. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know about that one. Remember? Yeah, yeah that wasn't Granny. what we... Yeah, I don't you, think in fact, was. said you shouldn't have read that out loud. <laughs> right. You, in fact, read it and said, I should have read, read this. I read it and said, ooh, I should have read that first. <laughs> before I... Fanny. It's terrible. 
man. Well, gentlemen, I had a simple question. It was going to be real quick. The All-Star game for both NFL and NBA sucks. What can they do to just get more viewership? Because now it's like, it's pretty much just touch basketball, touch football. 200 points on the game, that's ridiculous. I mean, what can you do to alter that stuff, man? Actually make it more valuable to, 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 to well, the Well, they made the football. It's an experience of a of wide variety of things and competitive stuff. It's probably smart that way. Basketball, it is crazy how basketball literally it's went from one of the coolest games of the year to just like, this sucks. Guys aren't even trying. Like, there's not even trying going on. And I... I, I don't think it can be fixed. I think but, you're going to have to basically bring streamers in if you want to get more viewers. Kai Sanat takes on I Show Speed, and then you'll have one of the Paul brothers there hitting a chair over somebody's head, and then Neon and all these. And I only know this because I just watched a YouTube video of a lot of these guys getting, you know, people checking them in public and threatening with yeah. violence. Just bring a lot of streamers on. We won't care. We won't watch it anyway. If they're going to be on, but it'll bring like my kids will never miss that. So, so what about this? What about not in the middle of the season because everybody's worried about being injured and whatnot? Do it like the NFL, and you do it during the NBA Finals. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. With the team who's in the finals, you don't play there. No dear. So let me ask you a question. You're asking NBA players to play. More games when it's their vacation time. Uh, they have a hard time playing when it's the season. Yeah, that's that the best is true. players like to take some. They like to rest. Did you see the big report came out on load management? And they found it does nothing. They found no difference with load mm-hmm. management. No difference in the study. Um, yeah, I think you'd have a hard time getting the best players. It would be like a Pro Bowl opt out. And, and how, about, how bad is that? Did you see Buck Show Walter doing an interview? He was on with uh, NMLB, what's the show with the guy from Boston. Anyway, he was on there, and he was like, yeah, when I was at the Mets, oh, yeah, a guy would get two doubles. He played center field, and he'd get two doubles. And the next day, they'd come in and say, well, you know, according to our studies, um, he's going to be tired, so he shouldn't play today. And he was like, ah, he just hit two doubles, and you want me to sit him? Really? This is what you want me to do? Sit a guy who just had two doubles? What about that he's seeing the ball really well right now? How about that? Because he's, his legs are tired. He's a, he's 24 and he's a center fielder. Yeah. He's too tired to play today? There's legitimate fatigue that sets in. So a lot of NFL teams are now trying to quantify it through their – they've been doing this through their catapult. You know, you wear it looks like the sports bra. You guys have yeah, seen it before. Yeah, you said he's wearing a sports bra. That's catapult. So it's a wearable technology, and it measures heart stuff. It measures how far Just you. For that I was, at the U, I, I was at the U of H game the other day, and they were playing Iowa State, and there was this white kid that they had no chance of getting on the floor yeah. in the layup line for Iowa State. And that's all he had on was the sports bra. And I thought, that's a bad look, son. In the layup line? In the layup. He didn't have a jersey on? No. It's like, son, that's a bad look. Put a shirt over yeah. there. It just looks like it. I know you think like you're cool because that's you know why it's you're a, not playing. You know it's catapult, but everyone here doesn't yeah, know what catapult right. is. But basically, they track how hard you run. Like, it, it tracks your speed, your work rate, your. Uh, and they can tell. They're using this to tell if guys are loafing or if guys might be injured. Right. Is. One of the things, but everyone's looking for a way to to track fatigue so they know when to 
Listen, just ask Kawhi Leonard when he's tired. He'll tell you. Yeah, don't worry. You don't have to track well, I, I anything. I don't know that Kawhi's the best. Okay. It's ask, ask Dylan Brooks when he's tired. You tell me when I have to pull you out. Yeah, right. All right, let's uh, take a break. And we got a full board. Today's caller day. I guess everybody's phone is working today as opposed to yesterday. Oh, yeah, isn't yeah, that amazing? That? I got yeah. mine back at, I, can, I know exactly yeah. when I got back, 1133. Yeah, right, right. Uh, John Daspit, when did he get his back? John Daspit, he got it back yesterday because he called me and I had a conversation with John Daspit, as a matter of fact. And uh, he is going to be here working for you as a personal injury lawyer there have been people who have been uh, badly injured who have, and you maybe know some of them, who made the huge mistake of, of if you're badly injured and you start to file a claim against insurance, the other people's, you know, insurance, car stuff, but you say, hey, I, you know, I also had to go to the hospital. I got these hospital bills. Oh, no, we're definitely going to get you taken care of. And the insurance company will reach out to you and, like, tell us what happened. And you tell them, and, okay, well, we'll, we'll definitely cut you a check. We want to make sure that you don't have to pay for those bills. So what happens is they have you sign the other the sign a waiver and you no longer can can reach out and seek any more compensation. You'll get that check, you'll cash it, and a lot of times what happens unfortunately is people end up having uh consistent problems with that knee, the back, whatever. You gotta go to physical therapy. That's on your dime now. And that shouldn't be. John Daspin understands that. He fights for the physical therapy. Any surgeries you have to have, any hospital bills, you miss time at work because of your injury, you need to get compensated for that. And we haven't even gotten to the pain and suffering of whatever the, the injury was, and there's certain injuries that require more. There's loss of life sometimes where families need to be compensated and taken care of for losing someone that might be a breadwinner. These are all terrible things that happen, but John Daspin's there to fight for you on your side as Houston's premier personal injury lawyer, a guy with years of experience, and he will fight hard for you. 713-CALL-NOW, 713 call now or go to DaspitLaw.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're one of us. That's what I do. I drink and I know things.